everyone. Welcome to Vendo's Prime Day 2022 prep webinar. Uh, for those who are not familiar, Vendo is your 360 degree digital marketplace management with an expert focus on brand protection and channel control, sales growth optimization, media buying, marketing, customer service, content creation, logistics and inventory management, and so much more. With that being said, it's never too early to start planning for Prime Day. Prime Day originally started in 2015 as a celebration of Amazon's 20th anniversary, designed to encourage people to spend outside of that October to December holiday season window. Amazon says its only goal was to offer a volume of deals greater than Black Friday. Who knew that could exist in the middle of the year? Since then, it's blown up into one of the biggest sales in the global retail calendar, with many other large retailers launching promotions of their own to take advantage of the huge online audience around Prime Day. You also see that we have Cyber Monday as well sometimes because it's coming after Black Friday. So everyone is kind of jumping on board. Um, with over 153 million Prime members nationwide in the States, Prime Day is consistently the number one or number two biggest sales day uh, each year on Amazon. Uh, we are gonna dive into how to prep for this incredible day, um, starting off with some deal deadlines, then we're going to move into logistics, customer care, optimization, marketing, advertising, copy and creative, and then we have a section uh, for either a Q&A or you guys can just give us a call. We're going to kick it off with Nick Martinez here with deals, uh, deal deadlines. All right. Thank you, Leah, for the awesome intro. Um, so yeah, first things first, we got to dive into the uh, key dates that everyone should be aware of uh, for Prime Day. Of course, you can't drive sales if you don't have your sales set up. Um, so you'll see here that for Seller Central and Vendor Central, there is a little bit of um, distinction to be made. Now, um, unfortunately, the due dates for lightning deals and, and Seller Central and Vendor Central have already passed. But um, don't, don't fret. We, uh, we have a lot of different deal types that are still very impactful. Um, in fact, we usually, um, do a lot less of lightning deals for prime day and a lot more of prime exclusive discounts. So that's what I want to talk about now is, is prime exclusive discounts. So prime exclusive discounts, thankfully actually have the, uh, latest, um, due date. Um, right now, the latest we've heard from Seller Central is that July 8th is the uh, due date for Prime exclusive discounts. And so uh, while we don't know the exact dates that Prime Day are ha is happening, um, the, um, the, the month of July has been confirmed. Um, and we're putting our bets on Monday, July 18th and uh, Tuesday, July 19th. And, and so that July 8th Prime exclusive discount date um, further kind of supports the fact that that Prime Day will be those dates because in the past we've seen Prime exclusive discounts uh, cut off within one to two weeks of the actual event. So um, if you want to run Prime exclusive discounts, which is our um, number one recommended deal type for the main event, um, you do have some time to plan. So so good news there. Now you'll also notice some other deadlines, and and so let me speak to those. Um, the June 10th deadline for Prime member coupons, um, that is a deadline that is specific for brands that are enrolled in some special marketing programs. So um, on the Seller Central um, uh, side, you know, that's that's Launchpad, that's SaaScore. Um, Launchpad, you know, in SaaScore, you can you can look up, but but in short, Launchpad is um, essentially a program for startups that haven't been on Amazon for over uh, for, for over three years. And SaaS Core is a paid program where you can get um, an account manager assigned to you that is internal to Amazon. And so if you're in one of those programs in Seller Central, you have access to Prime member coupons. Prime member coupons do allow for special marketing. Um, so basically what that means is Amazon will promote your, your deal in a more prominent way. Um, they might feature it on a special landing page. They might drive some email and advertising behind it. So if you are in one of those special programs, we do recommend submitting the Prime member coupon as your, your main deal type. Um, and for Vendor Central, um, those Prime member coupons are usually allowed for 
um, brands that are not in a special program, but just in Vendor Central. Um, and so, um, especially if you have a Vendor Central um, account manager or account executive internal to Amazon, they should be able to get you access to those Prime member coupons as well. So, um, just to summarize, um, if you're in one of those programs, we recommend um, prioritizing Prime member coupons as your main deal type. If you're not in one of those programs, we recommend prioritizing Prime exclusive discounts for Seller Central and the normal Prime member coupons for Vendor Central as your main deal type, um, adding in lightning deals only um, as your products are eligible. But again, we've, we've missed the due dates for that one now. So um, just keep that in mind for the future. Thank you. We now have Larny jumping into inventory because if you don't have inventory, you have nothing to sell. Exactly, thanks guys. So basically some deadlines to remember to avoid stockouts, um, seller central, Sellers, your deadline is June 20th, and Vendor Central Sellers, your deadline is June 2nd. So that is right around the corner. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, here are a few practices that I'm going to talk to you today to help you get ready for the big day. Um, our first best practice is to pick the right products to highlight. Now, I recommend promoting your hero or top successful products versus your slow moving products because high performing products have better sales and are more heavily promoted through Amazon's algorithm. By focusing on these products, you can see an increase in sales and your return on investment because running out of stock is the worst thing obviously an Amazon seller can do, right? So it's important that you check your inventory levels before Prime Day and to do this about three months prior. Doing this would ensure you have enough to account for the increase in sales. And aside from keeping a 30-day stock baseline, factor in 20 to 30% more inventory to factor for pre and post prime day sales. And our second best practice is focus your best merchandising strategy and align on promotions. Now, this coincides with obviously the marketing and advertising aspect of things. But with that being said, you have to make sure your hero products shine on Prime Day. So creating a plan of action that will include coupons, lightning deals, your Prime exclusive discounts or deals of the day, which um, will obviously be covered on our team today, but it's important to note to make a plan to clear out, obviously not just your hero SKUs, but a plan of your old stock products. Amazon Prime Day might not be the best day to launch a new product, but this event is the perfect time to get rid of your old inventory because customers are always in a frenzy buying mode and they'll buy almost anything that's on sale. Um, our third best practice is understanding the different types of demands and looking for trends. So I'd say, ask yourself, is this a seasonal item? What category does my product fall under? Who is their target audience and what, and is it popular? Um, are these items steady on sales? Will these products produce enough sales to not have an overstock after Prime Day and beyond? These are the type of questions you'll need to do your due diligence on when researching if your products fit these categories. So taking that into account, your brand's particular industry and the variable demand for these certain products. For example, the, the outdoor industry has seen a huge bump in demand as more people make their outdoors, make their way outdoors in lieu of traveling. So on the flip side, there may be a delayed demand for travel products such as suitcases and luggage with the ongoing restrictions of travel. But another example would be antibacterial hand sanitizers and wipes. While the product, these products were in high demand prior, the demand was short-lived because other sellers took that as an advantage to sell similar products, making increased sales and market and the market convoluted and saturated, causing that overstock. So my suggestion is to plan ahead. So you gotta be able to spot those trends in the way you're selling your products. When you review your sales data, you are likely to notice that sales of some products are trending up while the sales of others are trending down. So ask yourself again, is something happening in the context of the world which might lead to the sales of my products rising or falling? And some examples of trends 
in the Amazon marketplace that are worth looking out for are the seasonality, the advertising, and the promotional trends, which trends that continue, at least for a while, allow you to make predictions about your future inventory needs. Um, while some trends you can account for, um, other ones can be random as well. And so in the long run, you'll benefit from proactively just trying to uncover these patterns and analyzing their significance on a consistent basis. Um, our fourth practice is checking storage caps and limitations. So a few months ago, we had storage constraints for the holidays, but I mean, of course, if you, as you've noticed, Amazon has made significant room for your products at their warehouses in most recent months. So it's good to know that your restock limits are different um, from your storage volume. So for instance, your storage limits are based on your sell-through and your product utilization at Amazon. Basically, the more that you sell, the more Amazon will grant you more room at um, their warehouses. And their storage volume is different from restock limits because storage volume consists of the amount of cubic feet you have in product categories, which um, are limited to flammable or hazmat or aerosol. And while this storage cap is more challenging to measure, any product that will have capacity constraints leading into Prime, it's best to set up those products as FBM to ensure the sales are not disrupted. Um, and the last practice is inventory forecasting during our COVID times, right? So let's face it, even though we're not deep in the trenches of the global pandemic anymore, it's absolutely important to review your historical data and see how your best-selling products have performed in the past, especially during peak shopping times. So if you forecast correctly, you'll have enough inventory for Prime and for the rest of the month. And so you've got to essentially think tactfully and specifically when forecasting. So it's important to keep in mind that although um, forecasting won't be as accurate as past years, we can still use the available data in Amazon to make those educated predictions. And so I would wanna say the past two years have been tricky because it's, it's not clear the timing of of Amazon affected sales data, or even if it was affected at all, because um, Amazon moved Prime Day 2020 from July to October, and last year from July to June. So no one's really sure what if those numbers were adversely impacted, <clears throat> impacting other shopping events. Um, that would include anything from Black Friday or Cyber Monday, and whether or not shoppers chose to hold off on purchases till the holidays. But um, we can still use that data because it is viable to make some very few and educated interferences by seeing the different kinds of bump in sales that occurred compared to the months leading up to and following Prime Day. And um, those months, surrounding months can serve as a baseline and analysis can be used for prior years as well as the Prime Day that, was, that will be in July. Um, so, I would say that um, by examining the sales data from the prior two years of Prime, which would be the sales velocity from March through September 2020 for those numbers, and then checking um, January through July for last year's sales velocity, and also taking into consideration the last 30 days of sales to see what units sold as well. So, as I've said in the first practice, it's we'll want to account for what we have on hand, plus increase your stock by 20 or 30%. And so, um, Leah, if you can go to the next slide. So anyway, the inventory backup plan is basically, um, I, you know, with Amazon taking almost twice as long to fully receive products in their facilities um, compared to early March, you just have to be prepared for longer receiving times and to just plan accordingly when you create your forecast. So like I've mentioned before, because of these lead times of fully receiving products, I would say prepping at least two to three months prior. And second, um, create and combine small parcel shipments with LTL. 
So that just means um, to alleviate the slow receiving times at Amazon, you want to um, create smaller shipments and do LTL, but confirm, of course, with your suppliers, their lead time, um, discuss your options. If you're going to be using Amazon Freight Partner Carriers or your own, and um, take it from there because you just want to have a flow of inventory going into Amazon leading up to that deadline. And number three is um, basically setting up F an FBM listing, a fulfilled by merchant listing, which will allow you to keep that momentum of sales going if your FBA listing for that product suddenly goes out of stock on Prime Day for whatever reason. So make sure to check with your warehouse team if you're properly equipped and have that capacity to fulfill orders at that time. And lastly, is to just pay attention to the promotions you're offering and manage your advertising accordingly so that you can either slow or increase your sell-through demand, your, your sell-through depending on your product availability. So that will help ensure that um, your products are selling through on Prime Day. So anyways, um, that's it for my portion, but um, Sneha will talk about uh, customer care. Awesome, thanks, thanks, Larni. So let's talk about some tips on customer service that would be helpful during the Prime Day event. So as you're heading towards Prime Day, make sure your account monitoring and alerts are set up 24 by seven. So you should receive alerts when another seller jumps on and off your listing, your listing title changes. So if any changes are made to the title of your product listing, you will be alerted. You can contact Amazon right away if the changes are inaccurate to ensure that your listings are correct for your customers, you win or lose the buy box. So this will give you a chance to adjust your pricing to win the buy box back and also to investigate the seller who has taken it from you. Next is uh, you receive a product review. So you will have uh, you will always have the access to all the product reviews, but you can set up alerts for neutral and negative reviews. So this is a good practice at all times, but it can also be helpful in battling competitors who may leave fraudulent reviews on your product. So these uh, updates are useful to your business here the round, but they are especially important during big events like Prime Day as they allow you to catch and address any issue that might come up with a customer or an opposing seller immediately. The next big thing that is helpful is automate your review request on Prime Day sales. <clears throat> so before Prime Day, uh, so I would say between now and Prime Day, make sure you're working on maximizing the reviews on all the products that you plan to promote because recent reviews are critical, right? While reviews may not be the most important factor in ranking, they greatly influence uh, conversion on Amazon and reviews are, are a major push when it comes to purchase decision. And also, so there are some studies out there that shows that 70 to 80% of the reviews are the ones that are from the last 30 days. Uh, so we are already at that point. So the reviews that you will get between now and the prime day are the ones that people are going to be looking at comes when uh, July prime day hits. And on prime day, it's pretty obvious that on prime day, you will have more orders that will lead to more reviews. And one of the best way to ensure that you're taking advantage of the sales and traffics that you bring in on prime day is to convert as those many of sales possible into product review, right? So you can create an email template or automate when the request a review button is pressed. So never miss out an opportunity to request a review and always make sure that you're in compliant with Amazon most recent terms of service. Next is with this uh, studying new customer reviews, which is of course post prime day. So the new customer reviews that you would be getting during this prime day, of course, the quantity and quality of reviews is definitely a way to measure success. So if you have a tool that gives you the full report of all the reviews that you have received during prime day, like the date of the order and when they left a review. So really looking at what people are saying, are, the, are you getting more of positive reviews? Are you getting more of negative, negative? So either way, it will give you a more insight on your upcoming inventory decision and also your Q4 strategy. So you will be able to understand if a lot of people were happy with your product or if your product needs any changes, do you need to make changes in your listing before the next Q4 big event? <clears throat> and on the other side, if you get a lot of negative reviews and if you're brand registered, make sure you're reaching out to these customers through contact a customer through a contact a customer tool on Seller Central. So you have two options there using templated messages where you can reach out to these customers and try to rectify the situation. You can either offer a refund or uh, 
replacement. And you can also even ask the customers, why did they left a negative review? So I would say this is an opportunity for you to repair that relationship. And sometimes the customer do change the review from a negative to positive. So basically thinking about the full funnel of customer service on Amazon is really important. And it also helps you to understand your customer and what different you can do next time to avoid these kind of negative reviews in future. And lastly, there are a few metrics you should monitor on Prime Day as these metrics define how well you are doing as a seller on Amazon. The first one is order defect rate. So the order defect rate is the percentage of orders which a buyer will have a negative experience. So Amazon requires the order defect rate to be less than 1% in order to keep your account in a good standing position. The cancellation rate, you need to make sure that you have enough inventory as this metric needs to be below 2.5%. And next is late shipment rate. This needs to be below 4% or you could face warning or account suspension. And the last and the most important is the IPI, which is the Inventory Performance Index. So a big determinant of a success as an Amazon seller is how well you can manage your inventory, right? So it ranges from zero to 1,000, the higher the better. While Amazon does not tell you exactly how the IPI score is calculated, they do disclose the top factors that influences your score, along with the recommendation on how you can address them. So these major factors includes the amount of excess inventory you have, your sell-through rate, the amount of stranded inventory, and the levels of in-stock inventory. So if you have any excess inventory, Amazon will show you how many units you're overstocked, along with the recommendation as to what you can do with those excess inventory. So I would say just taking care of these metrics will definitely help you, not only on the prime day, but also the year round. Um, that's it from my end, and next slide would be Winnie, take it away, please. Awesome. Sneha, that's phenomenal. And as we know, uh, customer service is so crucial to our businesses. Very happy to be on the call today. Uh, today we'll walk over <laughs> um, optimizations covering the baseline. Um, but just wanted to uh, just quickly highlight a few things here. Um, on screen, you'll see a few call-outs, but in reality, we already covered inventory, we already covered customer service. So now it's something that you probably thought about um, how you've been developing your business and a lot of it is your product display pages, right? Your PDPs. Uh, we know that 70% of all conversions will occur, will occur on page one for a targeted keyword. So you gotta make sure that we're targeting and really understanding those keywords that we wanna be ranked really well for, especially for a, tra a big traffic event such as Prime Day. We know that there's gonna be a ton of traffic coming into the channel. So our job is to get that traffic and convert it, right? We got to make sure that the that the customers that are landing on our pages are understanding our listings, going through all the infographics, going through the descriptions, the titles, the A plus content. Now um, our team later will cut co will cover brand story, which is a new module. And the thing about Vendo is is we do all those things well. You know, we are able to definitely um, elevate our brands to um, to make sure that during big events like these. Uh, we're able to maximize revenue and, and definitely hit those forecast targets. So uh, one of the things that I think the team, uh, the team, the team that, that I work with and um, are one of our biggest focuses is 80-20 rule, right? Although some brands do have a very extensive calendar, uh, we do believe that 80% of that total revenue is going to come from hero items. So you got to protect your hero, hero items. I can't stress that enough. Those, those items are going to do a lot of the heavy lifting for your revenue from a revenue perspective and they're also going to help um, get you on top of those ranks that you want to get so understanding how those hero items are going to perform during prime day is very crucial to your overall strategy now let's dive in a little bit more into okay great traffic is coming in we've you know taken that customer to our pdp what happens next well, the click that you're going to get from search to your PDP is really going to be on that hero image. You're going to have to be able to convince that customer that your item is, you know, the, the hero item on, on search is the best item and perhaps the most relevant item that they're searching for that keyword. So therefore, they'll click, they'll land on your PDP, and sure enough, boom. Then they're going to be uh, faced with, you know, the display of your listing, right? So your infographics are going to be have to be top-notch, making sure that they showcase your product, the value proposition, the packaging callouts, any relevant information that the consumer is really going to look for in order for you for them to make that conversion. 
Uh, be right item and promotion matters. Prime Day is one of those things where you really have to dive in into merchandising, ensuring that you're promoting and giving the right discount at the right time to the right customer. And Prime Day is really going to be one of those times where you're going to have to really look at your catalog selection and figure out what's going to be 20%, 30%, 40%, and really go heavy on those promotions. Remember, a right promotion with the right um, item, it kicks off that flywheel effect that Amazon loves. Um, the other thing would be uh, learn the impact to conversion that it has to be SR. I can't stress enough. Look at your how your items are ranked within bestseller ranking. And know that when you start driving more conversion during these periods of time, your ranking is not only going to, it's going to improve, right? But what, is that, what does that really mean? Is it going to improve by 10, 10 different uh, variable points, 20 different variable points within category? And just know that the higher you improve in category, the better your sales will be after this event. That means you're organically, you're ranking a lot higher. So that's definitely one uh, important aspect to do. So considering all these different points, considering that you have the, you're targeting the right keywords, you're tracking correctly, you understand your forecasts, your budgets, that our team are gonna be able to uh, walk you through from an advertising perspective, all these different elements, all they'll do is really help you sell more, right? So we're looking at driving impressions, driving it, um, having the customer land into our, our PDP that's pretty much A plus at this moment. And then all we want is conversion. With that, uh, the last call out I have on this slide is make sure that if you have everything set up, your listings are gonna have that nice, beautiful prime deal uh, prime day uh, deal badge, uh, teal badge that hopefully gets rolled out this year. With that said, Nick, take it away and really walk us through the marketing roadmap that you've developed. <laughs> yeah, thank you, uh, Vinny. And we'll, we'll definitely dig into how you can get that that bright, um, you know, blue uh, uh, Prime Day deal badge. Um, so for, first off, um, you know, the way that we look at structuring Prime Day here at Vendo and the way that we've been running it for several years now, and, and, and the reason for that is, is because we've seen such great success, is a three-tiered structure. Um, so you have the main event, which is, you know, what, what most people think of when they think of Prime Day. It, it used to be a one-day event. It became a two-day event several years ago. And so it's really 48 hours of super deep discounts. That's that's when brands are going to be, you know, giving their, their biggest offers and, and, you know, working the hardest. And that's when the most amount of traffic is going to be coming in, um, uh, in into Amazon. And so that's where you want to run those bigger discounts. Um, and so uh, in addition to that, we also recommend a pre-event and a post-event. Um, you know, the, the, the reasoning for the pre-event is because even though the main event is that 48 hours, there's this lead up that happens. And, and there's a lot of reasons for why that lead up happens. Uh, one of the reasons is Amazon starts promoting Prime Day um, much earlier before the main event. They start running uh, ads, they start sending out emails, they add landing pages to their, to their website, they put banners up. So you can expect to see in, in the couple of weeks leading up to Prime Day, a lot of marketing related to Prime Day. And naturally, because of that, more consumers start flooding into the marketplace. And because of those more consumers, uh, because there's more consumers coming to the marketplace, brands are trying to leverage that. So that means they're running discounts earlier. They're investing in advertising earlier. And so if you're not doing that, you're going to get left behind, right? Because your competitors are going to have an edge on you. And so because of that, we like to run uh, a one to two week pre-event. Um, at a smaller discount, somewhere between 10 to 20% off, just to make sure we're not getting left behind. Because what we definitely don't want to happen is for that main event to come around and we've get, gotten left behind in the dust, you know, left behind in the rankings while everyone else has moved up. So it also puts you in a good position to really, um, you know, make sure that you're, you're ranking as well as possible, both for keyword ranking, category ranking, and also, you know, bestseller ranking. Now, the thinking behind the post event is somewhat similar, but for a different reason. It's similar in that there is an, an, an influx of traffic in the weeks following Prime Day. You know, people are still coming back after the main event looking for some deals and brands are catering to those consumers and providing deals, just not as deep as that main event. So again, recommending a one to two week post event somewhere between 10 to 20 percent off. Um, and then the other reason for that post event is because we want to maximize the chance that this event 
has a long-term effect, a long-term baseline sales impact and baseline ranking impact. Um, and so what that means is, you know, it's, it, it's really great to have an awesome, you know, two-day Prime Day event, you know, be able to say, look, I, I drove 300% increase over sales or something, you know, awesome like that, like we see with our brands. But what we think is even cooler is that if you can come out of that event and then show an increase in your baseline in the months following. So let's say this event happens July 18th to 19th, like we're predicting. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to look at the August sales after the event has simmered down and traffic has gone back to normal. We're going to compare those August sales to the sales prior to the event. So let's just say June. And we're going to look to see, is there an increase in ranking and sales that is higher than before the event? And that's really where you see the long-term gains from this. And you can start to um, you know, really assess the ROI in a, in a more impactful way. Um, so that's the reason behind the post event is we want to show the Amazon algorithm that this wasn't just a you know, um, two-day wonder and that this is something that Amazon can count on the brand to deliver on in the long-term, thereby you know, increasing the chance of your product showing up to those uh, new consumers. Um, now, as far as the deal types go, you know, I, I touched on this earlier in the presentation, but unless you have strategic reasons for submitting a lightning deal, and you would have had to have done that already with the April deadlines, right now, your best bet is going to be submitting a prime exclusive discount um, if you're in Seller Central and a prime member coupon if you're in Vendor Central. And if you missed that portion of the presentation earlier, we're going to share this uh, recording um, later on in the month, and, and you can reference those deadlines. But um, basically, you just got to get them in by either June 10th or um, uh, July. So um, those are the two types of deals we recommend for the main event. For the pre-event and the post-event, there really isn't um, you know, a, a special type of deal that you can submit unless you're in a program like Launchpad or, or SAS Core. So for all intents and purposes, just consider coupons as your best deal type for the pre-event and post-event. It's going to uh, open you up to the full Amazon consumer base, which is still shopping at a high rate during this event, um, and allow you to, to, again, drive in some additional traffic and sales to put yourself in a better position. Um, as far as external promotion goes, uh, Greg and, and, and Jason on our team, they're going to talk about different ways to drive paid social and paid search to Amazon, you know, Facebook, Google, TikTok, you name it. Um, but on the non-paid side or non-PPC side anyways, there's a lot you can do, right? And so what we always recommend is, you know, if you're a D2C brand, you're most likely already, you know, um, proactive and, and, and just active in these different areas. So we're talking about influencer marketing, amb brand ambassadors, affiliate marketing, PR, live stream, email marketing. These are all areas that typically a D2C brand will already have incorporated into their marketing mix. And so what we do here at Vendo is we recommend collaborating on those different areas and basically creating Amazon specific campaigns for Prime Day. So for example, creating Google ads that drive to Amazon and call out your, your Prime Day sale. Um, for you know, PR, getting featured in editorials where different publishers promote your product as you know, the top 10 best you know, deals for Prime Day. Um, and then driving to Amazon through a trackable link. Um, if you have influencers that you work with, you know, Amazon Prime is an Amazon, you know, typically uh, an Amazon exclusive event. Now we know there's a lot of other retailers trying to jump on the, the Amazon Prime bandwagon with their own competing events, but ultimately it's an Amazon event. So there's going to be a lot of influencers um, and affiliates that are going to be open to, and, and not just open, um, excited by the idea to drive traffic to Amazon during Prime Day, because what they care about is sales and conversion, right? That's how they earn their commission. That's how they can show success. And so if they can drive to a deep discount deal, their chances of converting that sale and earning their commission are so much higher. Same thing with affiliate PR. They're going to be really interested in this too. So just think about what works best for your business, for your brand, what's not going to conflict with your D2C channel, and, and essentially just create um, you know, components to those campaigns that speak directly to the, to the Amazon Prime event. Um, the last thing that I'll mention on here is um, 
you'll see here um, a section about uh, recommended advertising boost. Now, Geffen in just a moment is gonna speak about the increased budgets that we recommend behind, um, behind on Amazon advertising to really prepare for that influx of traffic. And then lastly, you'll notice here a, um, a key statistic um, about the pre-event, and that is that 71% of shoppers learn about new brands leading up to Prime Day, and 75% are likely to purchase during Prime Day from lead up discovery. So that just further reinforces and justifies the reasoning for doing a pre-event um, uh, sale and promotion. All right, and before we move on to advertising, you might be thinking, um, all right, so how do I decide you know, what discount to do? Do I do 25, 30, 35, 40% for the main event? How deep should I go? Um, or how much should I add into my advertising budget? Well, it really depends on your goal. Um, and, and it comes down to, you know, if you're more um, profit margin sensitive or you're more um, revenue, you know, focused. And so really, you know, this, this might seem like, a, you know, a, a really simple way of looking at it, but it really drills into those two points. So, you know, you want to decide, is your goal to maximize sales or is it for sales efficiency? Maximizing sales is essentially increasing the number of sales with the goal of increasing overall velocity with less concern for profit margin. So this is kind of the higher risk, higher potential reward mindset. You know, I'm going to go deep discount. I might even be willing to go in the red because I want to try to bring in as many customers, especially new to brand customers as possible so that I can bring them into my sales funnel because I know my product is a quality product. I know that if I just get them to try it out, they're going to come back and purchase again. They're going to share with their friends and I'm going to have that lifetime value um, our you know, return on investment down the road, right? So that's more short-term, but or, or rather long-term thinking about trying to get more results, you know, down the, down the road. And, and so that's when you have less concern with profit margin, you have more wiggle room, you know, maybe you set aside a big budget for this event and you can, you know, justify um, investing that. Now, the other goal is sales efficiency. This is essentially looking to maximize your efforts, but staying within a certain profit margin. You know, maybe your normal profit margin on Amazon is 30%, but for Prime Day, you're like, all right, I'll, I'll go down to 20% or 15%. You know, I'm still making some money, but I'm also, you know, playing ball during this big event. And so it's a little bit more of a balance there. It's a little bit more cautious, right? But it allows you to participate without breaking the bank. Um, and without having to, you know, um, maybe take more of a risk in that long-term bet. So that's when you want to look at your discounts and ad budget fitting within those different profit margins. And I will say, um, you know, when you're thinking about baseline sales impact in the long-term, we have a case study that you can find on our website, vendocommerce.com. We're also linking it here in the deck that we'll share um, along with the recording. Um, but with that three-tiered structure that we just talked about, we see, saw an average of 237% um, lift in main event sales. And to put that into perspective, a few years ago, Amazon shared some data that basically said that brands on Amazon across the board saw a 72% increase in a main event sales. So, you know, 230%, um, that's a little over three times the, the normal average. So I think that speaks you know, high, high volume to, to that strategy for the main event. Now, the pre-event and post-event, that impact, again, is, is meant to be more on baseline sales in the long term, especially the post-event. And so when we looked at the month after compared to the month before Prime Day for our uh, case study last year, we saw a 44% average lift in baseline across all of our, you know, 60 plus brands that we manage on Amazon. Um, and so that was really compelling as well and further justified the reasoning to do a pre-event and post-event. No, that makes sense, Nick. I think that also speaks to like the organic growth that we have a lot of these brands, especially within our portfolios uh, experience. So this, is, this makes perfect sense. And a lot of it too is when you're looking for that sales efficiency and your goal is to really maximize profit, you have to bake it into your forecast. And we've gotten really good in terms of really understanding 
um, a baseline and our stretch forecast for all of our brand partners because we're always aiming for that stretch. And I, I think these are two really good objectives in terms of how you want to um, see revenue um, from a you know strategy perspective. Exactly. And now we're going to move into advertising with Geffen, Jason, and Greg. Absolutely. Thank you, Lisa. I was on mute there. So, okay. Um, so my name is Geffen. I'm the director of media buying here. I'm joined by Jason, who's our lead marketplace media buyer, and Greg, who heads up our paid search and social. So we're going to go over some of the best, uh, best in class strategies for on-platform advertising, both in the lead up, as Nick just discussed, and then on-platform, excuse me, on Prime Day, and then that's on-platform. And then Greg is going to go over kind of what we do off-platform from a paid search and social perspective. Um, so yeah, so so as as Nick mentioned, you know, the pre-event or the lead-up is incredibly important. You know, Amazon is the largest customer um, product research and product discovery platform out there, especially in the in the weeks leading up to Prime Day. People are just looking, right? And so, from a on the positive side, a pro of that is that it gives you know your brand a chance to really put your products out there, either products that you want your existing. Uh, clientele to know about or your uh, existing customer base also on a non-branded level any of your hero items any of your top performers that you want to drive uh, visibility for that's the perfect time to do that um, the kind of con of that is that because people are window shopping you're going to see uh, you know lower conversion rates and most likely a higher a cost during that time but with our entire portfolio we see such strong ACOS and total ACOS performance on Prime Day itself that, you know, that's just the cost to do in business. And you will see those, most likely we'll see those gains recouped during the um, event itself. But, you know, expect to see a lot of impressions, a lot of clicks uh, and fewer conversions, even potentially on your branded campaigns, uh, as your existing customer base knows most likely that there is a deal coming down the pipeline in the next, you know, one to two weeks. They're not going to necessarily purchase the product right there. They, they might wait for the deal. And so from a branded perspective, um, you might see those, those ACOS numbers um, increase. Now, as far as spending goes, you know, leading up to the event, uh, which will be start usually about two weeks before, uh, you're going to want to see roughly about anywhere between, of course, if you can afford it, anywhere between 25 to 50% uh, increase in daily budgets. And those are going to be distributed in a couple of ways. So first of all, you're going to see just higher CPCs, right? That's going to eat up some of that spend. As there's more competition, as people are raising their bids, it's just going to get more expensive. Um, but because of the increased interest and the increased uh, awareness of the consumer base, it's a little bit more valuable traffic than, say, you know, some of the more passive browsing that people do throughout the year. I mean, people have pretty pretty high intent browsing during during this time. So leading up, you're going to want to allocate some of that spend towards higher bids and then also some of that spend towards higher budget uh, because you're going to want your ads to run more throughout the day and you know, last into the evening, which are usually across the board peak times between 5 and 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern. So during Prime Day itself, you're going to see everything kind of go through the roof, right? So we recommend about 100 to 150% of usual rates, both on CPC as well as in budget. Now, we've seen Amazon send over um, recommendations that, that trend in the 200 to 250% of usual rates. Uh, those are for some specific categories, you know, in the in the beauty category, for instance, um, where there's just a ton of deals. You'll you'll see maybe some of those spend numbers uh, have a higher threshold to really penetrate those markets. But in general, for most of the categories, uh, 100 to 150 percent of usual rates is kind of where you want to hold at. Um, and then during the day itself, it's it's very important to to keep an eye on conversion rates. Amazon does do same day reporting. It's not fully accurate. There are attribution delays, um, but they do do a pretty good job from a spend perspective and from a sponsored product conversion perspective at the very least to give you real-time data. So making sure that you're seeing what those conversion rates are and really just leaning into what's working. I mean, 
most of the hard work you've already done, you know, you've you've gone over the coupons as marketing's gone over, you've gone over the inventory as Larnie and our inventory team have gone over, um, you've protected your channel, you've done the heavy lifting before this event, you've also uh, invested in, um, in, you know, various advertising strategies and pushing your products leading up to the event. Now it's just time to lean into what's working. So any of those campaigns you see that are performing really well, that are running out of budget, um, lean into those. You know, it's 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 not like you set these budgets and you forget them. You're going to have to be monitoring them throughout the day. Um, and then a couple of tactics that we you know like to employ at Vendo, we do actually have on this first point. We do have a whole uh, podcast episode on how to um, on how to uh, adjust bids for top of search placement. That's going to come in handy during Prime Day because you're going to see so many people just so intent to buy that most of those clicks are and most of those conversions really are going to come from top of search placement. And so what you can do is when you go into the campaigns, you can click on placements on the left and you'll see uh, actually the data for top of search uh, product pages and rest of search. If you see uh, top of search outperforming the other placements, it's going to be important for you to lean into that on Prime Day. It's also going to be very important, uh, which is um, point three there. It's going to be very important to monitor that very closely from a CPC as well as a um, conversion rate standpoint, because you will see those CPCs uh, increase pretty drastically, especially on Prime Day. But most likely there will be a very positive impact on conversion rate and most likely a very positive impact on ranking if your product is performing uh, and converting on that top of search placement. So that's really an important tactic um, during Prime Day is those top of search bid adjustments. Same thing for lead up as well. You wanna, you wanna get in front of as many people as possible. You wanna show relevance. You wanna show uh, authority in the space. Showing up on top of the page is really the best way to do that. That is a sponsored product uh, feature. You can also, if you're just looking for brand awareness, if you're just looking during lead up to get your product and your story out there, sponsored brand headlines are a good uh, avenue as well. Just expect during the lead up that the uh, ROAS um, and the ACOS are going to perform a little bit worse on sponsored brand headlines in general, especially during browsing period. So that would be a strictly brand awareness and kind of click based um, KPI that you're looking at as opposed to say a uh, conversion-based KPI. Now, second point here is what I just mentioned. If you see something working from a campaign level or a keyword level, you know, definitely lean in, right? There's there, the most important thing on Prime Day is just to capture as many customers as you can that you might not have the opportunity to do at other times of the year. So if things are converting well on a non-branded level, lean into those as aggressively as possible. If you see really high click-through rates, if you see really high conversion rates, uh, make sure that you know in real-time day of, you are reallocating budget towards those. And one easy trick if you are you know, concerned about maybe raising budgets on certain campaigns that might, you know, drive your overall budget too high is uh, if you go to settings in your account, you can set, uh, you can set uh, account level budgets for sponsored products. It doesn't, it doesn't touch sponsored brands or sponsored display, but it can act as a hedge to say, hey, maybe these campaigns are working. You can increase the budget on them, but you're not at risk of going over how much you had set or were willing to spend before Prime Day had started. Um, and so in that same note, it's important to know what your limits are from a percentage standpoint, because there could be a scenario where you're outperforming how much you expected to sell. And, uh, and if that's the case, then from a percentage standpoint, you might want to increase your spend. Um, and then finally, cross-promoting your products. This is going to be really important in lead up as well as during the event, because first of all, from your branded uh, customer base, showing them in a, in a high intent to purchase time as many of your products as possible. Um, that's going to be really important because who knows, you might've uh, converted a customer a few months ago on one of your products. They're going to come back and buy it again. And they might say during the lead up while they're browsing, they might say, oh, well, I didn't know they had this product. I'm also going to buy this. Um, same thing for uh, during the event, especially for your heavily discounted items, showing your branded customers on your branded uh, uh, product detail pages um, 
you know, your, your entire selection of products, specifically the ones that you're running deals on, uh, is a way for you to entice them to purchase that product to increase their average order value, to increase their customer lifetime value, and to drive higher sales during that day. Um, so Leah, that's pretty much it from an on advertising or on Amazon advertising standpoint. Um, I'll hand it off to, to, to Greg and Jason to go over some of the off-platform stuff. Sure. Well, thanks, Kevin. Um, yeah, a couple notes about things you can do for off Amazon advertising, driving traffic to Amazon. Now, I know that talking about uh, search and social is not something we usually associate with Prime Day, but it's really important. And the reason that it's so important is that it expands the pie. You know, there's only so many shoppers on Amazon. There's lots of them, but it's still a limited size audience. Um, and so by expanding the uh, to other channels here, you can drive a lot more traffic to the platform that has a much higher chance of conversion, especially on those days. And Amazon really likes it when you do this also. In fact, in the algorithm, we find that they give you about three times credit for every external sale. So for every one item that you sell that comes from one of these other platforms, they're really counting it as the equivalent of like three organic sales, which is a huge deal. So it's really important to get this ramped up, not just during Prime Day, but in the lead up to Prime Day. So you can kind of grease the algorithm like Kevin was talking about. And so there's a few primary ways that you can do this. Uh, one of them is through Google search. And so you might already be running Google ads to your own website, what we call your D2C site. Um, but you can also drive a lot more traffic by uh, creating Amazon specific campaigns. So for example, um, you might want to have like your brand name plus Prime Day. So um, you could do uh, like Vendo Prime Day, for example. That might be a search that people are searching only in July, uh, but there might be a lot of traffic there that you're not capturing with your existing campaigns. Or for example, Vendo Amazon. People might be looking for a specific discount or looking to purchase your products on Amazon in a way that they might not be at other times of year. So make sure that you're capturing all of those Amazon-specific searches in addition to what you're already doing driving to your own site. And then second of all, don't forget that promotion extension option within uh, Google. You want to know the promotions that you're running ahead of time, and then you can schedule your discounts to appear in Google ads for the days leading into, during, and after Prime Day. So that's really important also. So don't forget those Amazon-specific searches for Google. Uh, another thing you can do with Facebook, Instagram, the whole metaverse is to really uh, start developing your customer list now. You want to be retargeting these people, your, your most um, engaged shoppers during Prime Day, but you, can't, uh, you need to start building these lists ahead of time. So make sure that you set up your campaigns now, start collecting that customer data so that you can use it for retargeting campaigns during the main event when it counts. Uh, and then, of course, when you do set up those retargeting campaigns, you want to have Prime Day specific campaigns, not just your regular evergreen stuff running to call out your Prime Day discounts. But the key thing is that you start building those customer lists now. You start collecting that data now so that you can use it when it counts. And then lastly, there's all kinds of other channels. I know the most popular one right now is TikTok, but there's TikTok, Pinterest, anything, Bing, even anything else. Um, can be really valuable in a unique way during Prime Day. Um, there's a lot more volume out there. People are a lot, there's a lot higher purchase intent like Evan was talking about. And so you will see CPCs be higher during that uh, peak period. But if you use some of these other channels, you can find more impressions, more traffic and do it for cheaper. Um, and it's kind of a workaround to get around those, those costs if that's a barrier for you. So use those secondary channels uh, in a special way during Prime Day. The key is start now. You've got to start building these lists now. You've got to know what your discounts are now so that you can start building your campaigns. You have to build out a strategy ahead of time because the week of Prime Day is too late. Uh, the key thing is to start early, start now, and put together a plan so that you're prepared. And then lastly, as we've talked about, people always wonder what the right budgets are. Uh, I would recommend for the seven days leading into Prime, about a 50% increase. Um, for the event, I would double the budget and then leading out a 25% increase in your average daily spend. So you might, uh, you can choose to distribute this however you want. But for example, uh, just what I said earlier, like on your Prime Day specific Google ads or on your brand's 
specific Google ads driving to Amazon, I might put the budget there so that you really begin to generate more traffic leading into Prime Day. So those are just a few, uh, a few examples, a few tricks that you can use. And uh, now I'll go ahead and uh, Giffen, unless you have anything to add, let's go ahead and pass it off uh, to maximizing your Amazon assets to get ready for Prime Day. Okay, great. I'm Jennifer and I'm, I lead our copywriting team and I'm joined by Karen who heads up our creative department. Um, so now that we talked about how to get through the hurdles of making sure your product gets into Amazon's warehouse on time and setting up marketing and advertising so that you can ensure shoppers will actually land on your product listings. Now we're going to take you through some copy and creative asset strategies that you can implement beyond your basic listing optimization. And that will allow you to capture this influx of new customers that are coming through on Prime Day and keep them coming back as repeat customers for weeks and hopefully months to come. So first we wanna review the brand story, which is a newer feature that Amazon offers for brands with brand registry. And um, a lot of sellers haven't been utilizing this to its full extent. extent. And even though um, Amazon did add some extra capability back in September of last year, so it's located in prime real estate, right above the A plus and enhanced brand content. And it's an optimal way to create brand awareness and give shoppers an opportunity to identify with your brand. It also provides another way to drive traffic to the brand store and it increases time spent on the page, which is really important. So on the next slide, we'll go over some examples. The brand story is made up of several modules in a carousel format. Here are some screenshots with the carousel split top and bottom so you can see all modules. You'll see before the carousel starts, there's an empty space, so it's a good place to profile your brand tagline, product, or lifestyle photo. We have two more examples on the next slide. Here we feature two beauty brands, and once again, we use a lifestyle photo to help customers identify with the brand and to utilize the negative, <clears throat> sorry, negative space so it's not plain and boring. And we have two more examples on the next slide. Okay, so here we have an example of birthday candles. And here we featured their product categories by astrology sign. And we also have uh, Love Wellness where we feature mission and um, their clean and doctor developed ingredients along with their media coverage. So on the next slide, we'll start to review some of the endless possibilities you can consider when you're deciding what to feature in all of these brand story modules. Um, so, okay, our first step is to create a short copy blurb and a graphic background that will show right before the carousel modules start. So you don't have to create anything in this space, but it's definitely optimal because otherwise you'll just have an empty space as we mentioned before. Um, and then on this next slide, um, step two would be to create five to six universal modules. So we like to make these universal to the brand and not specific to the product, but you could definitely do it. You could create it specific to the product. Um, you could also have up to 19 modules, but we think after any, you know, anywhere after seven, you're probably going to experience some diminishing returns with interest on the module. So we like to kind of keep it like short and manageable. Um, so when you go back to, to the end, you'll see you have four different modules to choose from. When designing for this, we have to keep in mind that we need to optimize for mobile. So we need to keep the copy short and also make sure the font is not too small and that we enlarge, we include large photos to fill the space. And on the next slide, we'll give you a breakdown on ideas for the modules. Okay, so um, for this first category, I think you have to go one up maybe. Oh yeah, perfect. Um, okay, so here is our brand story. Um, and this is probably one of the main things that Amazon ac actually recommends, which is basically to show your brand, your brand story, your brand description and mission statement. But um, as we go to the next slide, we, we can look at, there's just so many different things you can do. So here we've highlighted categories and you can also add a short descriptor if your audience needs to know more about that category. Um, and then next, um, we use these modules to add some credibility. So to make sure the customer knows that this is made in the USA, it's um, non-GMO, like anything that you can show to gain their trust as a brand. And 
And next, this is the perfect opportunity to show all of the highlights of media coverage that you have. Um, I mean, Amazon really doesn't allow many areas where, well, anywhere where you can um, promote something off, off of Amazon. So this is a good way to kind of bring in, you know, your credibility and media coverage that you've had. Um, and next, this one's an ingredient overview. So because we like to keep everything universal to the brand, uh, we usually just feature ingredients that are consistent across all product lines. So um, we make sure like if it's, if not, we would just wouldn't list an ingredient that wasn't, you know, applying to everything. And next, um, this example, we're really uh, honing in and converting sales. So um, here we can link bestsellers or even new releases or any other combination of products. And it's a great way to link the customers right to your brand store. Um, so in order to link that to the brand, you just need to know your brand store code um, when you go to the back end. Uh, wait, uh, can you go back to the last slide? Um, so here you'll see four sections um, and each one links to a product, the product ASIN listing. And just keep in mind, um, in order for the bottom link to the link to the brand store, you need to include all four images. So you couldn't just do a block of one. You need to have all four of those. Um, and then as you can see here, you don't need to just show a photo of the product. You can also use lifestyle images to light, liven it up a little bit. Um, and we have two more examples on the next slide. Anyways. No, I'm <laughs> So on this slide, you'll see, we'll show enhancements you can make to keep consumers shopping once you bring them over to your brand page. As you can see in the Zico example, we've added a banner to increase clicks to our follow button on the homepages of the brand store. You can manage communications with the followers in Amazon through manage your customer engagement. This allows you to one, engage directly with Amazon customers and two, increase the visibility of new and featured products and run event-based sales promotions, including seven day deals. Amazon is supposed to add is supposed to add more in the future. So now is the time to build followers. And three, it's really the ultimate opportunity to build relationships to generate repeat customers. Lastly, aside from driving traffic from the brand story, you can also drive traffic to the homepage via advertising. Next slide. So on this slide, we have a few examples. The follow our store callout is actually a full module within the brand store. And we like to keep this design cohesive with the rest of the store. Thank you, next one. And then you'll see that we did the same thing in these examples. And, and real quick, Karen, just, just to add to that, um, uh, something else that we um, have been testing out with to maximize the opportunity with that follow button on the brand store is um, adding an insert, um, adding a QR code to your insert cards that say, you know, scan this code to follow us to stay updated on, you know, uh, special deals, new product launches, et cetera. And so then basically the person will scan that QR code. It'll take them right to this page and then they'll just have to click that follow button. So creating that flow is another way that you can maximize this opportunity, bring more people into your, your sales funnel so that as Karen mentioned, um, have, have different ways to remarket to them um, in the long run, right? And so that gets that that really hits at the core of what we were talking about earlier, which is not just focusing on you know what you're going to accomplish in these couple of days as far as sales go, but really thinking about the remarketing um, uh, uh, capabilities down the road to bring those customers back to purchase again, promote that lifetime value, and see an even greater ROI from these Prime Day efforts. Exactly. So um, we're going to go through one more strategy um, to keep those, to keep the customers and have them coming back again. Um, and that's to create a dedicated landing page to subscribe and save in the brand store. Um, and we also set up sponsored ads um, to run to right to that page. Um, so we drive to that landing page um, and get more traffic. So the subscribe and save objectives is definitely to promote continuity and 
customer lifetime value and adds the overall sales. So um, we also want to click through, increase the click through rate and sales conversion. So um, you'll see on this next slide, um, we like to add some fun and variety and really customize the call to actions um, to, for the page by each brand. So um, on this slide, we've got, got Zico, go beyond the everyday, get paradise delivered right to your door while saving time and money with subscribe and save. And then Sanzo, it's not just a discount, it's also free shipping access to exciting flavors on the regular and one last thing for the to-do list. So just set it, forget it, uh, and get it and however often you need. Um, and then this next slide, we just remind our shoppers that this subscription ensures that you'll get the, our better morning supplement and remind them, you know, the benefits of if they're getting this on a regular basis. And next, um, with this slide on joy, with joy, we've got your bases covered, subscribe and never run out of your favorite plant milk base again. And finally, here, um, we've got um, our a real, real, um, and again, we want to make sure that you have like a full uh, like, well, obviously you never want to run out of toilet paper or any paper products. So, um, and also the same with Attention Grace. Um, we just really want to bring these in and customize everything so that it's very specific to the brand and the customer can relate. And, and that's it for our portion here. I'll turn it back over to Leah. Yeah, well, we covered a ton. We um, have touched on pretty much everything that has to do with Amazon um, Prime Day 2022, before, after, and even when it's not Prime Day. Um, would love to get in touch with everyone as, you know, this is coming up. We'd love to help. If you guys have any questions, uh, please feel free to schedule a call to connect with one of our incredibly expert Amazon account strategists. We have our contact information here and we'd love to hear from you. Do we have any closing notes from anyone? Awesome. Okay, cool. If you guys have any questions, please feel free to um, ask us in the chat. We can hang out for a little bit just to answer those for you. But otherwise, hope everyone enjoyed and I hope you are ready for Prime Day. And if you're not, Bendo can help you.